Fresh meat. Fresh meat. <laughs> oh my god, we need some like new blood in here. All the brain cells are dying. Um, my name is Oliver. Uh, I'm Edgar. And I'm Megan. And during this episode, we are going to be telling all you incoming freshmen or people who just got accepted to Oxford what to expect and try and get you to come here. And now for the people already here, we have an amazing event on Thursday, Coconuts on the Quad. Now that's Thursday, 3.33 to 5.55. Come figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. All uh, you need to know is the trailer on our Instagram. That'll tell you everything. Yeah, it says it yes. all. And now on to our sponsor segment. Our sponsor this episode is the class of 2024 with a message to the class of 2026. They said, wow, congratulations. You made it into a top 21 university in Ivy League of the South, if you will. And while designations like those may get less impactful over time, one thing will always be the same. You will never get to meet us, the class of 2024 at Oxford. By the time you come here, we will have moved on, and by the time you move on, we will have graduated. And maybe it's for the best. A lot of us are feeling a serious wave of doubt now that we have seen the acceptance rate this year. 15%? It was nearly 22% when we made it in. There is no way our Oxpeaks president, Nicholas Ghost, would have made it in if he had applied this year. He's such a huge fool. Our president's stupidity aside, we hope you have a wonderful time here at Oxford, and we hope the class of 2025 can continue many of the strange, strange Oxford traditions. Good luck and goodbye. And now on to the useful part. So... As I said before, I'm Oliver. I came here to be a nurse. I uh, figured out that's a lot of work, um, and I wasn't ready for it, so I'm kind of fucking around a little bit. I'm Edgar. I'm a first year. Uh, I came in as a poli-sci major, but now I am a business major. Um, yeah, and I'm actually an RA right now, so like, if you're listening to this and you live in Fleming, I might be your RA next year. Nice, nice. Uh, my name is Megan. I'm a second year, and I came in planning on majoring in poli sci and history, but now I'm a poli sci and soc major, so that's cool. So just out of curiosity, like we literally all said, we came in with a major. Yeah. And now we don't have that major. <laughs> um, why did you choose the major, and like how does that relate to Oxford? Um, so for me, it was actually really kind of difficult because I actually applied to like a bunch of film schools when I was uh, like applying to college but uh, I just didn't get into any of them so you know and and you know like I had like a list of like colleges that I had gotten into and not gotten into and I ranked them on like how much money they gave me how like prestigious they were to me and Oxford was just the one that kind of was like up there uh, just because like you know Emory was there and I was like if I don't do film then I can still do poli because they have a pretty nice poli um like program here but you know I, I went to some poli classes I didn't particularly like them that much it was just the nature of humanities there wasn't like right answers in it it was very vague so I figured business was like my third option just because my parents have like you know been blue collar workers their whole life and I've always just been like a worker and I feel like maybe it'd be nice to get more into that I guess and kind of like understand like I don't know just the intricacies of business yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, my big thing is that 
I love the humanities because there is no right answer. You would <laughs> okay. not catch me in a STEM <laughs> class. Uh-uh. Um, but I mainly came to Oxford because, well, I got hella waitlisted at so many colleges, and I like to comfort myself by saying it was because of COVID, because it was 2020, uh, right when COVID was starting, but maybe that's just wishful thinking. But I actually got accepted into both Oxford College and Emory College, so I, w- I got to choose where I wanted to go, and I chose Oxford for a couple of reasons. The biggest one being that I'm from a really small town in the Midwest, like, there was 90 people in my graduating class. I'm not one to go to, like, a giant city right away. That was very intimidating to me. So I feel like Oxford was the good middle ground. Like, it's definitely bigger than my school was back home, but not too big to where it was overwhelming. And it's in a more rural area, so I was kind of comfortable here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like I said, I came to Oxford to be a nurse, and that's because Emory has, you know, the third best nursing program here. Um... And, I, you know, I joke around, and like, nursing is still on my radar and something I want to do, but um, I took this first year to really just take whatever class catches my eye, like, regardless of prereqs, regardless of what I wanted to do um, major-wise or career-wise, and that, I think, was one of the best things I could have done um, because it, it, I wasn't stressed too much about the grade and, like, what other future steps it made me, like, stay present in my, like, current academics my current classes and really I would just pick whatever professor I thought was kind of cute um (laughs) (laughs) had a cute little resume um that would honestly be my number one piece of advice like look at your classes stalk your professors Mm -hmm. go to their LinkedIn because like end of the day people come to Oxford because it's a small school yeah because it's a small class um there's like 10 to 30 kids per class like it's real small um, the only reason I like go to class is because I make eye contact <laughs> with my cute professors. <laughs> um, and going to class really, like, honestly, is the best thing you can do for your grade. For sure, for sure. No, I definitely think Oxford is a great environment to explore different topics that you wouldn't expect to do. Uh, it's a very, it's it's a liberal arts school. I mean, there's a lot of choices for you to explore, and I think your first year is definitely the time to do that. Um, you're still figuring out what you want to do, what you want to major in, even if you have your mind dead set on something, take a class that's out there. Take a class that you would not want to take. Like, this past semester I took Egyptian art and architecture, and that was very interesting. I really thoroughly enjoyed the class, mainly because the professor, uh, she was awesome. But yeah, definitely explore your options. Yeah, and you shouldn't feel like I'm sure you guys are going to go through, like, registration over the summer, and you shouldn't feel bummed out that, like, you didn't get exactly what you wanted, because, like, like that, that happened for me. Like, I had to take econ instead of taking QTM, which was, like, a requirement for, like, poli-sci. Um, but that ended up being, like, a really big eye-opener and kind of led me into, like, going more into, like, the business route, because I actually, like, for some reason enjoyed, like, reading the textbook and, like, taking notes and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, here at Oxford, so we have, we have gen ed requirements. Um... And it's important to keep an eye on those, make sure you're taking classes that you ultimately need to take, but don't become obsessed over it. Like, the other day we had registration, and I, like, literally heard people screaming at the top of their lungs from the quad, Um, and, like, frankly, it's just not that big of a deal. The requirements will get done, Um, and so don't overload yourself too early, don't overstress yourself, just, like, take classes, take your class choice seriously, but it's not life-threatening. For sure. I think 
sometimes there can be a sort of culture at Oxford that's very academically rigorous. Like, you'll meet a lot of kids that are very serious about their studies, which, you know, hey, you do you. That's also very important. Studies are important, but don't beat yourself up if you find yourself comparing yourself to others here. You know, we all made it in. We're all here. We're all awesome students. And I think just take things at your own pace, for sure, like Oliver said. Yeah, that's that's something that's, like, very important, actually, because, like, in my first semester, I got, like, a, like, really bad imposter syndrome just because, like, you know, like, like, I don't know, it was just, there's so many differences between, like, me and my friends right now because a lot of them had come from, like, really, like, prestigious, like, high schools where, like, they were, like, oh, yeah, I know your high school, like, yeah, that's where, like, you know, XYZ basketball player went or, like, XYZ, like, all these, like, Mark Zuckerberg went to, you know, and I'm, like, I went to a charter school where, like, everyone else is, like, at community college, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it just makes me, like, I know it's not their fault, but I just can't help but feeling left out of that conversation, and, like, especially when it comes to, like, uh, like, income and everything like that, like, all my friends are talking about, oh, yeah, my dad's a doctor, he, like, specializes in, like, you know, vein stuff, and I'm, like, my, my dad mows lawns, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, I'm fine just with, like, getting, like a B and above when my friends are like crying over getting A minuses which is totally fine but like really you should just know and understand that you know everyone's going at their own pace and you shouldn't be like comparing yourself too much and you should be comfortable with like who you are and what you know you're capable of instead of like I guess comparing yourself Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah and it's also I think it is really like healthy and good to remind yourself and remind others that like a good grade is entirely relative like if my friends are ragging on themselves for getting an a minus i'll remind them i'll be like hey like an a minus is my goal mm-hmm. yeah exactly the moment you realize your grade is not it's not in a vacuum so that like if you're complaining about a certain letter it can make other people feel bad right and it also is not a reflection of you as a person like exactly, yeah. it's really like like megan said it's it is academically rigorous here and it's really easy to be consumed by your identity as a student but like you're a person first you have needs before academic needs um that was a big piece of advice we saw we sent out a survey you know a lot of people said to eat and to sleep basic needs basic really are a priority above all else exactly those should be implied in a college education Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be depriving yourself of basic needs for your survival if you if you can't take care of your body how do you think you're gonna get good grades yeah Actually, we learned this in my psych class. An hour less of the sleep you need is the same cognitive um, impairment as two shots of alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you want to do good on a test, make sure you're sleeping the night before. For sure. So we sent out a survey to the Oxford student body asking just general advice uh, for incoming freshmen. Like, what was the worst thing you did? Or what's the best thing you could do as an incoming freshman? And we got some interesting responses. Um, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of the worst the worst thing I did was um, st- stuff such as no sleep, skip meals, basic stuff that you shouldn't be skipping as a freshman especially. So some of the responses um, that kind of stood out to me was um, skip classes and put off assignments. And I- I'm going to be like real. Like this week, I've kind of did that for like the first time like ever. And it, it was actually like, kind of like uh, like a feedback loop you know like like the like this Monday I had like just 
a, like a mental health break day just because like I needed and things were happening but I never really got out of it like the next day I didn't the next day I did go to class but the day after that like I skipped like two of my classes and then yesterday I just skipped two classes again and I don't know I, it's just been it's just a loop that like you know every once in a while you kind of do need a break but you know there's a certain point where you just have to come back and just finish you know mm-hmm. I mm. think one thing I've learned from college right is like it's hardest to do it alone like even stuff like going to the dining hall um, going to class or anything like it's hardest to motivate yourself like for only yourself to be motivating something you do um, and so if you're not really like in an academic mindset sometimes the best thing to do is just to go to class and literally just sit there you just can go sit to class mm-hmm. if, if you're having a mental health day and you know it you can tell yourself I'm gonna go, go to class but I'm not gonna take notes today I'm gonna go to class but I'm not gonna say anything today that's gonna be better for you long term than you know, I'm not in a good headspace. I'm just not going to go to class. Mm-hmm. And if that's a, if that's a decision you make, make it and like stick to it. But no, there are, there are less repercussions. There's less work to catch up on if you're just literally in the classroom because it's easiest psychologically. We know this COVID everything. It's easiest when you're just with other people that are also learning. For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely take your mental health days as needed. But just remember that you are kind of getting behind and you don't want to get too behind and a mental health day is not necessarily isolation exactly yeah i know one of the awesome things me and my friends like to do is go on hikes there's a lot of nature here at oxford um since we are kind of in the more rural part of georgia we have a nature trail right on campus and it's not too long so if you're ever feeling really down or just have no motivation i just go take a walk down the nature trail and it really clears my head and i feel like rejuvenated as soon as I come off the off the trail yeah it's really an experience I remember one time like I got out of work um like I worked at the gym and literally the nature show was like right there so like I was like you know I'm I'm just I'm not gonna go to my room I just took a left and I just kind of wandered in there for a while and actually got some work done in there so yeah that's what I love about Oxford is like it's a small place I'm not gonna lie like I got here as a little bit claustrophobic but it's small and everything you could need to like live is within like 10 minutes of walking yeah. like you can walk on the nature trail feel like you're in the middle of the woods have a whole like fairy moment and then be like <laughs> okay i'm really hungry it's like an eight minute walk to the dining hall mm-hmm. yeah for um, sure i will say about like the size of oxford like it, there's days where i feel like it's really big and really small and it really like kind of depends on how you're feeling like i i remember like there was just it was just a busy busy week and like we finally or i finally got out of like my last like test and I just kind of walked out and I just felt like wow this this is Oxford it's kind of big like I can kind of change the size and how important it is every once in a while and I feel like we can feel really small a lot of times but I think as long as you have like a supporting group around you or if you're like really getting out there and trying things it doesn't feel less small it can feel a lot bigger yeah and there are a lot of groups here like your support system there are a lot of different clubs and everything and because it's small like generally you're going to be seeing similar people if you follow your interests so it's easy to become close to them but speaking of circle some of the advice we got is not to shut yourself off in the beginning of the school year especially if you're hanging around toxic people and it's hard to like you know tell if someone is toxic if you just met them but generally my judge is if someone thinks they can only have fun if they're drunk that's a red flag if someone 
is constantly comparing like body counts that's a red flag Mm -hmm. if someone is um like never ever taking a break like only knows how to work that's a red flag for me personally um so just maybe come to college with a general list of what are your red flags what are your green flags and don't judge people too heavy to begin with like freshmen are fucking weird like (laughs) no much is going on but like know your core values and what you look for in other people and just look for them in other people yeah for sure like the first week you're coming here it's gonna feel like you don't know anybody because you really don't but everybody else is in that same boat so I really encourage you guys to just kind of go out and talk to people just talk you know make acquaintances make friends and like Oliver mentioned just keep an eye on you know red flags green flags and just really put yourself out there and that's the way that you're gonna meet most of the people that you will hang out with later on is just randomly putting yourself out there like the, the friends that I have now were just me going out on a whim be like okay yeah maybe I should talk to these people so yeah definitely put yourself out there oh yeah and it's gonna be awkward like, yeah for sure you're gonna say some weird shit and you'll be like oh my god what did I just say exactly and yeah. people will forget yeah just like, remember everyone's in the same yeah. boat no genuinely no one cares about you socially unless they actually love you and then they'll care yeah. and that's a good care- kind of caring but like no one's looking at you and be like oh my god those ugly shoes like yeah wow that person is so awkward like no one is thinking that the only the only person they're actually thinking that about is themselves mm-hmm. and so just don't think about yourself like that yeah um and we asked y'all like what as incoming freshmen what was the best thing you ever did and one of them said put myself out there and try to meet as many people as they possibly could and yeah that's a very good thing like i remember um i kind of like walled myself off a little bit and that was like a very big mistake that i made because you know like as oliver was saying like no one really cares what you're doing unless they like and if they do then that means they're probably your friends Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of freeing actually that no one particularly cares that means you get to do the things that you want to do because regardless people aren't really going to care so if like you like have been wanting to do something that you've never been doing in high school just because like you thought people would like think about you i mean now's the opportunity to do it Mm -hmm. so like if there's Mm -hmm. some interest that you want to do like go do it you know yeah now's the time to do it college is a fresh start i mean if like, for me, being growing up in a small town, everyone has a preconceived notion of who you are, what your family is like. They're all up in your business. So that really kind of put constraints on me and my, like, expression because, you know, you grow, you grow up with the same people. They expect some stuff out of you. And when you're growing up, you change a lot. And so coming to college is really the time to break out of that and do what you want to do, really get in touch with yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, explore literally any, anything that, like, catches your eye. But I also want to say, like, it's a fresh start, but don't start everything from scratch. Yeah, like, that's a little too much. You've been living 18 <laughs> years, like, you know it works for you when you're stressed. You, like, like follow your intuition. For me, at least, like, coming to college was a lot harder and, like, sadder than I thought. Like, I really yeah. missed my family. I was just kind of generally an emotional mess. Um, and so college is, like, a great experience, and it's not as good as people let you believe like there are really hard parts or really bad parts and just remember what you did in high school remember what you did before what helps you what doesn't help like for me going to the gym is really helpful yeah and so that's a routine that I started from like the first day just so I knew I had that tool in my back pocket um if like for you you know a chocolate chip cookie on a Wednesday night Mm -hmm. will help you de-stress have that cookie like the dining hall cookies especially the chocolate chip ones they hit different yeah yeah but yeah and 
also if you're on if you're on meds or, or anything make sure you keep taking those meds like it's not a a place to totally start everything new it's a place to add new things to your life yeah yeah that, that's something very true like i there's this idea that when you get to college like all your problems are going to be solved or like you know it's all just going to arrive to you and it's all going to be okay you know and and that's kind of like not to burst y'all's bubbles but that's just not the case it's like literally just the continuation of what you've been doing before of but this time it's like in a new state and with different people but it's not like you know <laughs> the things you've been dealing with are just going to go away mm-hmm. yeah. i guess now it's just your time to really face it on your own without yeah. your family and that's very difficult yeah and more opportunities for yeah. sure more infrastructure I, I would also say we had some advice in the survey if you're struggling the best help is the earliest help Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you know you're someone who has mood swings, if you have a personality disorder, whatever, just set up before things get bad. And if you start to feel things get bad, trust your gut. Notice that it's bad. Don't push it off because you have an essay or whatever to write. Like, follow what you need when you feel you need it. If you're thinking like, okay, my mental health is starting to slip, reach out to someone then, not when you're about to break. I mean, when you're about to break, please do like. When you need help, get help, but the er- the best help you can get is the earliest one. Right. And Oxford is your help. Yes. Just don't eat the tilapia. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> In the dining hall, just avoid. <laughs> yeah, the fish, uh-uh. To kind of wrap it up, the moral of the story is you made it here. You made it into Oxford. Whether or not you come or choose to come here, that's your decision, but you should be proud of yourself for making it here, and Oxford's a great a great place to be. I, I've loved my experience here so far. I'm going to miss it in the next upcoming month when I leave, but there's so many different experiences here that you won't get elsewhere because of the small um, size, and just all the professors here are just so amazing and so kind, really. So don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it with the professors, but... Yeah, welcome to Oxford.